BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, this is Stephen James, and welcome to this lesson on the Online Business Mastery Blueprint. This blueprint is the overall big picture of a successful online business, and it's what every successful online business has in common. So really what I want to accomplish today in this video is I'm going to lay the foundation for you. I want you to understand the big picture for your business, and I'm going to break down for you the six different steps, the six different phases of what a business looks like so that as you go through this program or this course or any other program or course here on after when it comes to business and marketing, you're going to understand exactly where everything fits in, everything where it fits into your overall blueprint and strategy for your business. And so this really goes beyond what you're going to learn inside this program, but I still want to lay this foundation so that in the back of your mind, as you publish your book on Amazon, as you start selling it and making money from it, you can still have in the back of your mind the overall big picture of what your business should look like and understand a business in a very different way. You know, I think one big mistake that a lot of publishers make, they think that if I publish a book on Amazon and start selling it, that that's the end all be all. And it's not, right? That's just the means to an end. There's one piece, that's one strategy of your online business among many. And when you look at things in this way, you really see opportunity in your business and something beyond just publishing a book on Amazon. I think publishing a book on Amazon is great. You can make some great money doing that. You know, it could be a great stream of passive income. But if you don't go beyond that, in my opinion, you're missing out on a lot of other great opportunity. And really, that's what this, this blueprint is going to help you understand. Okay, So I recommend you take out a pen and paper, you draw this up, and you follow along and write down what I'm going to share with you. Now, the most important thing, the foundation of this blueprint, 
And really what determines whether or not everything else I share with you is going to work is going to be based on this first most important thing that I share with you. In fact, this right here of what I'm going to share with you is also going to determine whether or not what you learn inside this program is going to work for you or not. Whether or not you're going to be going to be successful with everything else that you learn and you know, create the lifestyle that you want or whether or not you struggle and fail or even whether or not you even continue with completing the rest of this program. And really what that is, the first thing, let's write it out first. And I know you know what this is, you've heard it before, it's not new, but it's worth going over with you. It's the mindset and strategy, the mindset and strategy. Now, we all know the importance of mindset. You know, oftentimes when you invest in an online course or a training program like this, or you learn about making money online, internet marketing, most often people, they want the strategy, right? They want the tactics, they want the how-to. Tell me step-by-step step what I need to do to publish a book and make money from it on Amazon. And you're gonna learn that, but I would be doing you a massive disservice if I didn't first go over the mindset with you and really help you understand that because whether or not the strategy works is gonna be based on your mindset. And oftentimes the mindset is really what gets in people's way. It's what prevents them from even taking action because we all have limiting beliefs, we all have fears, fear of failure, fear of maybe this won't work for me, uh, you know, limiting belief of, you know, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, uh, I don't have enough experience, or I don't know what to write about. These are all mental blocks in some ways that we have to overcome, that you have to overcome, and that's a mindset that's gonna allow you to push past that. Now, the mindset, for example, of resourcefulness, because not having time, not having money, not having experience, all of those things are resources that if you're resourceful enough, resourceful people find the resources. They make it happen. They find the way or they make the way, right? They find a way and use their creativity, their hard work to make some extra money if they need to. Maybe that's getting a second job or third job. Maybe it's selling stuff they don't need or saving money, or maybe it's being resourceful with their time and really finding out what they're doing with their time and eliminating things that aren't helping them get to where they want to go. That's a mindset. And that's the mindset of success. That's the mindset that the 1% of people have because you've got to understand that success, people that go on are successful with this program, any business, any monetary form or really any aspect of life, those people are in the 1%. And they're doing something different. They think differently than the 99%. And that's why they have something that the rest of people don't have. And if you continue thinking like the 99%, then you can never be in the 1%. Because successful people do what the failures won't. That the 99%, they'll look at someone that is on the journey, maybe you right now, and you're working hard at this, you invested in this program. The 99% will tell you, that's a scam. Why did you even do that? That's not gonna work for you. Or you're working too hard. Or you just get a job instead. Or you should just you know, do this or that and they'll project their mentality, their mindset onto you that might not be the one that is actually gonna get you to where you wanna go. And so you gotta be willing to think differently. You gotta be willing to suspend your disbelief and to take on and cultivate the mentality of success, right? So what is the mindset of success? What is the mindset that people are, are successful have in common? Or that people that go on to build a successful publishing business or an online business? Well, I can share a few of them with you, and you might want to jot some of these down or even really really reflect on yourself or your life and ask yourself, what are the mindsets that I need in order for this program to work? And what are the mindsets that are holding me back that I need to overcome, I need to shift within myself? So some of the mindsets, obviously, is being a hard worker. 
right? Success does not come easy. And most often, if you're looking for the easy path, you're not really going to get anything of value. And so people that are successful, they have the mentality, they're willing to do what's difficult. They're willing to embrace challenges and they embrace hard work. And they are willing to work harder than, you know, the 99%. And so therefore, they can have what the 99% never ever get a taste of, which is passive income and financial freedom. So it's the mindset of willing to do hard work. It's the mindset of belief and confidence, going into something, believing that it is going to be successful for you and that you will be successful. You know, Muhammad Ali used to say to himself again and again and again, I am the greatest, I am the greatest, I am the greatest. He said that to himself before he won anything, but his mindset is what allowed him to become one of the greatest. And the mindset that you need to have, the beliefs, the confidence that you have to have in yourself that you can do this, you can and that you will be successful, that, that mindset is going to allow you to take massive action with everything else that you learn. Because if you believe and you have a mindset that nothing's going to work for me, I can never be successful, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, you believe that about yourself, really how much action are you going to take? Probably not that much. It's not until you get to that point you say, you know what, I'm going to find the way or make the way. That the mindset of if there's a wall in front of me, which we all have at times, an obstacle that's in our way, some people when they come to that wall, they get discouraged and they go back. They think, you know what, it's not for me, I can't succeed. Other people, the people that have that unstoppable mentality, they come across a wall, they're going to find a way over the wall, around the wall, under the wall, they'll break through the wall. They're going to find a way or make a way on the other side of that wall. And that's why they succeed is because they overcome the barriers and the obstacles that will show up. And I can promise you, as you go through building a business, it's not a smooth path just like this. There's going to be some ups and downs that you go through on your journey of being a publisher, being an entrepreneur, right? I wish it was easy. If it was easy, everybody would be successful. But you and I both know it's not the case. So I'm just being real with you about that and what it really takes. So it's a mindset of belief, confidence. It's a mindset of even having patience, understanding it's a process. It's the long-term thinking, not the short-term, I want to get rich quick, you know, I want it overnight, I wanted it yesterday. The short-term gratification mentality does not work when it comes to success because success is a long-term journey. You've got to embrace the journey and have patience with it and understand that every challenge along the way, even every failure, every mistake that we all make, you know, even with this program, I'm sharing with you strategies and things that can help you avoid those mistakes, but you're still going to make some mistakes. That's just normal and part of the process that you can learn from those mistakes, right? Those mistakes can actually help you and serve you to provide valuable lessons and help you grow to ultimately get to where you want to be. That's a mindset, the growth mindset of always growing, always learning, even beyond this program. You know, successful people, they didn't just buy one course, one program, and they're all of a sudden successful. They kept learning, they kept reading books, they kept studying, they kept finding mentors and investing in themselves and always growing. And as long as you're always growing, you're gonna get better and better and better and you're ultimately gonna to get to where you wanna go. That's a mindset. So hopefully you're seeing the mindsets are really what it takes. Another important one is the mindset of adding value, contributing, because your book and what you publish and what you sell has to add value to someone in some way, shape, or form. You're adding value. You're providing value to someone else by providing information from, to them or entertainment to them in the form of a book. 
And they're giving you value in exchange for that. They're giving you their money in exchange to purchase your book. And really what you want to do and have the mindset of is over delivering, giving them more value than what they pay for. If you can do that successfully, you can create a raving fan. You can build a successful business and brand. That's a mindset or the mindset of focus, right? Because a lot of people, they dabble. They have the dabbler mentality where they jump from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, and they never go deep. They never actually complete and finish anything. They don't follow through on, on what they said. They don't follow through on their commitment and having integrity with what their word and what their commitment was. And maybe for you, that's completing this program. But if you always jump from one thing to the next to the next, then you're never going to really complete anything. You're never going to become a master. So the mindset of focus, of directing your mind on one thing and following through on that until completion, that's a mindset. So as you can see, the mindset is critically important, but also the other piece that I have here is the strategy. And the strategy is the step-by-step. -step. The, st the strategy is the sequence. The strategy is the how-to. The strategy is what you're learning inside this program. I'm covering a little bit here for you for the mindset. In all my courses, I believe in mindset so much that I do teach it. I do share a lot with you guys on the mindset because I think it's so important. I'd be doing a massive disservice and I want you to have the best possible experience and journey in this program to get to where you want to go. And so the mindset's critical, but also the strategy. But again, you got to understand 80% of your success will be your mindset and only 20% will be the strategy. Now, the best way to get the strategy is to model what works, to invest in a course as, you, as you've done with this program, to learn from someone that already has experience, has already paved the way for you. It's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Why reinvent the wheel when someone's already gone through the journey, had all the mistakes, you know, fallen down and lost money and lost time and you know, created success and also for other people that you can then learn the most proven and the best path for you to get there. That's always a lot easier, it's always a lot faster, it's always lost a lot more cost efficient doing it that way than you trying to figure it out on your own. And so strategy is incredibly important and you can always find strategy. You can find strategy in courses like this, you can find strategies in mentors and seminars, and you can pay other people for their strategy because really what a course is, a course like this, is a shortened learning curve. We're shortening your learning curve so that you don't have to spend the years that I did to figure all this stuff out and I can say, you can pay me money in exchange to save you that time and save you that stress and frustration and ultimately money at the end of the day, okay? So you always gotta make sure you are cultivating your mindset, work harder on yourself than you do on your business, work harder on yourself as you do on your job because you are the ultimate resource of what's gonna determine your success. No course can make you successful. No coach or mentor can ever make you successful. Only you can do that. I can guide you, I can provide a blueprint for you, I can share with you the best of what I've learned and other people have learned to help you get there, but I can't do the work for you, right? So you've gotta make sure you take this on and you really cultivate your mindset. Some people, they already have the mindset. Some people, they already have the work ethic, they already have the discipline, they already have the mindset and the focus and all those attributes that I described and they start an online business and it's smooth sailing. Not everyone is like that though, it wasn't for me. For me, when I first started an online business, I had a lot of barriers I really needed to solve. I was lazy, I was depressed, I was looking for you know, the short-term fix, you know, I was afraid of hard work. There's a lot of things I needed to work on with myself that once I did, that translated to my success in my business and everything else that I pursued. 
right? So this business journey, I want you to understand it is a journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That as you go through this journey and as you apply what I'm going to share with you and go through this program, there'll be fears, there'll be limitations, there'll be um, you know, stories that we tell ourselves, there'll be all these things that show up. You know, life will show up. Things will happen in our personal lives that will get in the way of our success. All of those that come to the surface are opportunities for you to grow. They're opportunities for you to find solutions to those so that you can ultimately become a more successful person. You can ultimately become that kind of human being that makes things happen in your life, that kind of human being that attracts success and abundance to you. And so I believe that you know, we all go through challenges, but if you always keep in mind the growth mentality of always trying to improve and grow and improve yourself and have awareness of that, awareness of the obstacles that show up and you know, the things that get in your way, and you don't blame someone else, you take responsibility for that and say, hey, you know what, here's an opportunity for me to grow and you always grow beyond it, that's how you get to where you wanna go in your business. So let's go into the next stage. The mindset strategy is key. The next most important thing in any online business Every business has this, and you're gonna to have to identify it as you go through this program, which I'm gonna help you with, is your niche. Your niche. Every business has a specific niche, or market, or genre, or topic that you're building your business around. Now, when you publish a book on Amazon, you gotta identify what's a niche of the, the book that I'm gonna publish, right? If you go to any bookstore, Barnes & Noble, or you go to Amazon, and you look at different categories, all those categories, are different niches. There are different markets, whether that is yoga, meditation, self-development, uh, whether that is fiction or nonfiction as an overall niche, but there's sub-niches within that. You know, nonfiction, it could be procrastination, it could be an addiction niche, you know, it could be the niche of spirituality, it could be the niche of astrology, it could be the niche of you know how to train your dog or how to play the guitar or how to cook a meal or a rest, you know, health recipes or the paleo diet or the vegan diet, these are all niches. These are all markets, real estate or investing or you know, even business and publishing. You know, these are all different niches that you've got to really look at and identify what niche do I want to build my business in. Okay? And you're going to identify that with your book first and foremost if you haven't already identified the, the, the niche of a book of what you want to publish. But when it comes to choosing a niche, you want to understand that your book is just one piece of your overall online business that can go even beyond that, okay? Even, for example, if you publish a book on, you know, um, let's say it's on yoga, you know, how to, you know, yoga poses, for example, right? Yoga is a niche, okay? But there's a bigger niche that you're really a part of, of people that are into yoga, which might be having better flexibility or health and well-being. Um, maybe people that are into yoga, they're also, also into spirituality and meditation. And when you look at your niche in a much bigger way and you expand it in that way, then you can, there's more opportunities for you to really serve that, that demographic and really serve that customer. Okay, so really thinking big picture of your niche, of uh, the ultimate you know, niche you want to be in, but also breaking it down and starting narrow with it is really important. Because if you go too broad um, too soon, then it's a little bit challenging. For example, when I started Project Life Mastery, which is in the niche of self-development, very broad, because self-development means a lot of things. I actually realized instead, you know what, I gotta start, I gotta narrow that down a little bit. I first kind of started by teaching morning rituals. 
You know, morning rituals is something that I had a passion for. I realized there's a small demand for this. There's a niche of people that are you know, interested in really cultivating a great morning ritual, morning routine. So I started with that. And then I expanded and started teaching goal setting, which was another niche. And then started teaching about habits. And then started teaching about beliefs and mindset. And I slowly expanded um, into multiple kind of different segments, I guess, of the overall self-development niche. But I still had in mind the overall big picture for my business. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind as you choose a niche to narrow it down onto something more specific that has high demand, okay? Whatever you publish on Amazon, whatever business you build, there has to be a high demand for it. If there's not a big enough demand, then no one's gonna care, right? No one's gonna go and find it on Amazon or find it on Google or YouTube or anywhere else. So there has to be enough people, a high enough volume of people, thousands of people, if not millions, that are really searching for that online, searching for that on Amazon. Because otherwise you could publish a great book or have a great you know, website or business or brand in a specific niche, but if no one's looking for it, they're not gonna find you, and obviously you're not gonna reach people or make any money from that. So doing your research here is really important. You gotta research your niche, you gotta identify the demand for it, and you're gonna learn that you know, on Amazon, how to find the demand, and you can go to Google and YouTube and look overall on the internet to really understand the size and the scope of a niche. You can look to see what other people are doing, right? Competition, which is actually a good thing. Having competition is good because they've paved the way for you, and you can look at their business as a role model for you to show you what's possible, to show you how big the niche in the market is. If there's a lot of competition, Usually that means there's a lot of demand, there's a lot of opportunity in that. Yes, there's maybe a lot of competition, but there's also a lot of demand. If you find something and there's no competition, that's a little bit concerning because maybe it's telling you that there's not much opportunity there, right? And then that, that's gonna be a risk for you to then pursue that niche that you're gonna be the first one to find out really if there's a demand there or not. And you, know, you might find out there might not be, or there might be, you never know, but you gotta do your research in advance. Very, very important, but having a high demand for whatever niche that you want to pursue is critic critically important, okay? Now, another thing that I do recommend when it comes to a niche is identify a niche that you have an interest or a passion in, okay? An interest or a passion. Why is that important? I think a lot of people, they start publishing books or they build their business around something they're not really passionate about, but because there's a high demand and there's an opportunity to make money from it, they do that, and that's, that can be okay to start, but if you're not really passionate about it, you're not gonna have the juice, the fuel to really sustain yourself to really put in the work, you know, to really keep going with it. If you're just doing something for money, you can make some money doing that, but you're gonna lose your why and your purpose. You're not gonna be motivated to keep going with it. And for me, I started my business um, in publishing books on Amazon around self-development. I love self-development. Um, I was always learning it in my own personal life, and so I knew that there's a lot of things that I was learning that I wanted to share with other people. And so I started publishing books on Amazon and all these different self-development topics. And I, I kind of went broad at first. I tried a lot of different things, and some of my books did not succeed. Others, others did. Others did pretty well. But I eventually learned that, hey, you know what? These books around self-development, I can use those to help build something bigger, to build something called Project Life Mastery. So once I started you know, publishing a few books on self-development, on goal setting and overcoming procrastination and overcoming fear and time management and all these topics that I was personally into and learning, then I realized that you know, I could also in my books link them to my blog, link them to projectlifemastery.com. I could build an email list, I could build awareness around myself and Project Life Mastery. 
And that opened up many other doors to do affiliate marketing, to launch my own courses and products. And so here I was having books that I was profiting from, but also I was leveraging those really to build something bigger, build a brand, which is a piece of this I'm gonna go into. So understanding and looking at the big picture of your business is key, but I leverage my passion, something that I already, you know, I wasn't an expert at, I still don't consider myself an expert when it comes to self-development, I'm just someone on this journey of life that spent you know, years and years of my life learning as much as I can and things that have benefited me, I wanna share that with other people and it just so happens that people are interested in hearing what I have to say and uh, could benefit from it. So I thought that's pretty cool how I could turn my passion into a business and you can do the same. You know, Whatever you have a passion for or maybe you don't know what your passion is but maybe you have an interest in something that you wanna go deeper with, that you wanna explore, that you wanna learn more about. And so that as you build your business, it doesn't just feel like a chore, it doesn't feel like work. You're actually benefiting from it simultaneously because as you create your books, as you publish content, as you build your business and your brand, you're, it's actually benefiting you to learn more about something that you already have an interest in. And now all of a sudden you have a hobby that you're getting paid for. And I think that's the ultimate. That's where you wanna to get to where you're making money, of course, and that's what you're gonna learn. We all want that, but also you're making money around something that you enjoy and you're also making an impact in other people's lives. So really identifying a niche in that regard and starting with something you have an interest for or if you have a passion and there's a demand for it, great. Definitely you can pursue that. So you gotta know your niche. Every business is within that. The next piece of any online business that's successful and sustainable is building what is called a brand, a brand. Now a brand is your ultimate competitive advantage. What is a brand? I define a brand as a name that a mass amount of people rec recognize and associate emotion to. Okay, a name that a mass amount of people recognize and associate emotion to. So for example, Project Life Mastery is a brand. Stephen James is a brand. Uh, maybe your author name of, you know, you publish your book under, that's a brand that people will know what that is and eventually if you want to expand that, you can, you know, build a brand around your name. You know, most famous authors, their, their name is a brand. Celebrities and athletes, they're a brand. If you look at Apple or Microsoft or Amazon, these are brands. And people recognize but also associate emotion to those brands. So, for example, when you think of Apple, what emotions, what thoughts, what feelings, what beliefs come to mind when you think of that brand name? You think of cool, high quality, innovative, um, unique, right? Um, there's almost like an identity and people, you know, they love Apple so much because of the brand and what it represents. And Apple, they market their brand, they build their brand so that they create raving fans and people that follow what their brand is ultimately about. Coca-Cola, same thing. They advertise on commercials to communicate certain feelings and emotions for you to associate to their brand. And that's why you buy Coca-Cola over the no-name brand or the other brands that exist. Project Life Mastery, most often when people think of my brand, they think about inspiration or motivational or authentic or mastery or high quality, you know, or, or positivity, you know. Those are emotions people think when they think about Project Life Mastery and I've built that up over time. Building a brand takes time, but it's the long-term goal and the vision that you want to have for, for your business. You know, publishing your book can help you build something greater than that, build a brand that can open up many new doors and many new opportunities for you.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Now, when it comes to a brand, and again, some of these things are beyond what you're going to learn inside this program, but I just want you to, you know, as you go through this program, you're, you know, you're going to learn about publishing and selling books and marketing books on Amazon, but it is important to understand and know this, to think about this as you go through it. Because I think a mistake that people make is they just kind of publish a bunch of random books. You know, they're kind of aimless. They don't have an overall strategy for building a business. And they're all, sometimes people, they publish books in all these different niches and markets that aren't even related to one another. Instead of collectively using all of that to build something greater that can actually turn into maybe a six-figure or seven-figure business. So that's the strategy of what I believe and what I teach. Now, there's nothing wrong with just kind of being all, you know, all over the place if that's what you know, the strategy of what you want to pursue is. But I think that you're missing out on a lot, a lot of opportunity of what you could really accomplish in something more meaningful and sustainable, which is really what this program is about. So when it comes to building a brand, you're going to want to think eventually, you don't have to think about it right now, but eventually over time, you might want to think about the name, the name for your brand. Once you know what the niche is, like for me, the niche is self-development, I thought of the brand name Project Life Mastery. I thought that's a cool name. That's a name that really represents what I want my brand name to be about. Or maybe for you, your brand is just your personal name or even creating a pen name or a pseudonym, right? Uh, like Stephen James, that's a brand name. Um, you know, most authors, you know, they're famous and they're known for their, their brand, which is their name most often. So that might be something you're going to want to build. But whatever that name is, you want to make sure that you own the domain name for it eventually. So for me, projectlifemastery.com, I own that domain. stephanjames.com, I own that domain, right? And you want to own the .com because if you own the .net or the .co.uk or the .ca, most often as you build your brand name and your presence, people aren't going to remember that. You know, if you don't own the .com, people will go to the .com thinking that's you and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm lost. Who is this? And that other person that owns that .com is going to cause market confusion, which you don't want. Um, you're going to want to make sure you're not violating a trademark, right? Sometimes people, they set up a website and they build their brand, but they're violating someone else's trademark. And you don't want to do that. That can get you into trouble long term. 
You want to build some brand presence. You want to have a website eventually, right? You don't have to have that right now. I know that's maybe beyond what you're learning right now, and that's okay. But again, I'm planting that seed for you, the big picture. Owning the, having a website, some brand presence, maybe even having the social media presence on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube maybe. Even if you don't plan on using it, still owning that, owning the URL, owning the, the property of that, the real estate, that gives your business some value. And when you build your brand, the benefit of it is people come to you rather than you having to, you know, having to find other people. You attract people to you and you can charge more money than everyone else. And you build a raving fan. You have someone that keeps coming back to you for more and more and more. You increase the long-term value of a customer, right? When you build a brand like that. So the brand is the ultimate long-term goal. And it even allows you, if you wanted to, to build a business that you could sell one day. You know, and that's why I built Project Life Mastery as a separate brand than Stephen James because I knew Project Life Mastery, I could eventually build it where maybe I have other influencers, other coaches, other teachers and role models under that brand. And it could be separate from myself at some point and I could maybe sell that one day, right? Not that I would, but maybe I could, right? So thinking about your business in that way is a valuable starting point just to have in the back of your mind. Now the next stage and part of your business is an important one. It's called marketing. Marketing. What is marketing? Marketing is attracting people to you. It's building an audience. It's getting attention. It's directing eyeballs and attention to your brand, right? Promoting your brand or even promoting your book, right? Driving traffic to your book and getting more eyeballs on that because the more that you market it, the more traffic you get to your book, your product, your service, your website, your brand, the more, that you, the more potential there is for you to make money from that. You know, a lot of people, they publish a book on Amazon and they expect Amazon to do everything for them. They think that if I build it, then it will come. It's not that easy, it doesn't work that way. Amazon provides a great platform for us. Amazon has hundreds of millions of customers on their platform and they make it easy for you, right? They make it easy to be able to publish your book through their platform and they give you the opportunity and the potential to reach millions if you choose. Amazon has a search engine, right? So that's one of the ways that you market your book on Amazon that you're gonna to wanna to utilize is how to rank your book in Amazon search, which you're gonna learn inside this program, right? If you identify the keyword, then the keywords related to your niche that people search for related to that, then you can optimize your book, you can rank it and people search for it, they can find your book, and they can purchase it. You can get in front of all those people and get their attention. Or you could run Amazon ads. Amazon ads is something else you're gonna learn inside this program on how you can pay Amazon money to have advertisements to promote your book on different parts of Amazon, different pages, and you can get more attention that way. But if you don't get attention, if you don't get eyeballs, if you don't get traffic, then there's no opportunity for anyone to buy your book. And there's some people, they spend a lot of time and they create an amazing book, but you know, nobody finds out about it because they haven't really mastered marketing. So marketing is critical and what you really want to utilize first is Amazon, their platform, Amazon ads and Amazon search, but even go beyond that. You want to think about other ways that you can market your book on Amazon, other ways you can attract attention to your brand, ways that you can build an email list, right? You can build a following, an audience of people that you can build a relationship with over time. Because the problem with just having your book on Amazon or just, you know, uh, depending on Amazon ads or Amazon search is you have what I call a one-legged stool. A one-legged stool means that you're so dependent on one source of traffic and revenue for your business 
that if something happens, if Amazon changes their algorithm, Amazon decides to delete your re legitimate reviews, if Amazon decides to make changes, which they always will, right? Amazon, all these tech giants are always going to evolve and change and adapt. If you don't adapt with it, then your business can suffer. You can lose out on your rankings, your traffic, your sales, and a one-legged stool can easily fall over. But if you instead build a Parthenon that has multiple pillars, right? You, you leverage Amazon as much as you can to market your book, but also you build another platform. Maybe it's a blog, right? Because if you think about it, people that buy books, they enjoy reading. They enjoy reading content. Well, a blog makes sense because you want to attract readers and the blog, people that read blogs, they read. And so if they find your blog and your content on your blog, then you can use your blog to then promote your book. And now you have another pillar that you're not just dependent on Amazon for, right? You can build another pillar after that if you want to. Maybe it's a YouTube channel or maybe it's an Instagram or a Facebook or running Facebook ads or building funnels. There's so many elements when it comes to marketing a book and building your business that I want you to think beyond Amazon. Right now in this program, you're gonna learn mostly about Amazon, but I want, it, I want to slowly over time introduce you to other methods and strategies of marketing your book. And when you do that, you have a competitive advantage over everyone else on Amazon because you know some people, they're so worried about saturation and competition. But the only reason why you're worried about saturation competition is because you have a limited mindset on how you market your book by the way, which is a mindset, right? The fear of competition is a limiting mindset. It's a mindset of scarcity rather than the mindset of abundance, right? So if you're always worried about competition, then it's gonna limit the action that you take. But if you're only marketing your book on Amazon search, then you're competing with everyone else. But now if you branch outside of Amazon and you build a blog, you build an email list, and you really master marketing, now you're getting traffic to your Amazon listing, you're selling your book in other ways that your competitors aren't. And you have an advantage over them and you can outrank them and Amazon will actually reward you more for that because ultimately Amazon, they want to acquire more customers. They love it when you get traffic from outside of Amazon, you direct them to them because that helps Amazon make more money. And you're in alignment with Amazon. The more money you can make them, the more that you're going to make and it's a win-win. Right? So thinking beyond just Amazon is a key piece in what I teach and what I'm about. And yes, you start on Amazon, we leverage that. You can do incredibly well without even building a blog and doing all those other things I'm going to mention. But I want, again, to plant that seed on the long term, the five-year vision for your business and really what you can create as something that's more sustainable, that's not a one-legged stool, a sustainable business, a Parthenon that has multiple pillars that you could eventually quit your job, you could eventually you know, make a six-figure income if you choose or a seven-figure or an eight-figure income. I know those are numbers that might be beyond what you're thinking. Maybe right now you're just like, you know what, I just want to make a couple hundred bucks a month or a couple thousand bucks a month, which is more than achievable with what you learn, but if you want to scale beyond that and also make sure it's sustainable and lasting long-term, that's what I'm trying to teach you that most other people might not explain to you. Okay, I've been at this for a long time. So I've learned, I've made these mistakes and I wanna pass this on to you to help you with that. When it comes to marketing, you start with one thing, okay, one, you really get good at that, you master it, then you branch off to a second. A lot of people, they dabble, they do too many things at once. That's gonna overwhelm you, that's gonna be a recipe for disaster, okay? So again, the mindset of focus is key and each form of marketing is, there's different strategies for it. I mean, if you wanna learn Facebook ads, there's courses and training programs that will go deep into that. If you want to learn search engine optimization and blogging, there's courses and programs that can go really deep into that. 
I mean, all these topics, honestly, there's a lot to it. You know, there's a lot to uh, learning all of this stuff um, the deeper that you go into this. But it's also fun, right? It's actually fun to learn and discover all these different opportunities and ways that you can build your business and your brand. Now, the next piece, critically important. This is how you make money. It's called monetization. Monetization. Now, monetization is how you actually make money in your business. This is selling either a product or a service. Now, going through this program, this would be selling a book on Amazon, right? So this would be a Kindle book, paperback book, even potentially an audio book, right? Those are actually three different separate income streams that you can leverage from one piece of content, one book that you create. And that's always one of the most important things. You wanna make sure you don't just settle for having a book on Kindle because I know a lot of, you know, from my experience and a lot of other people, their Kindle book can do well. And sometimes though, when they publish a paperback book, that's another platform on Amazon. That's another category on Amazon. Sometimes the paperback book actually makes you way more money than the Kindle does. And then sometimes the audio book on Audible, for example, makes you way more than the, the, the Kindle and paperback. And so if you only just limit yourself to just a Kindle book, you're missing out on diversified income. You're missing out on more income you could be making from that one book that you create. So you want to maximize the potential for profitability of the book that you publish. And sometimes people make no money on their Kindle book, but they make a ton of money on their paperback book, right? Because each one is ranked differently on Amazon and will attract a different demographic of people as well. So you want to leverage that, but also not even think, you know, thinking beyond just a book. So your book is one piece of your business, right? Right? You're going to focus on that, absolutely. But also I want you to understand, a book, you make money from it, you charge a couple dollars for it. If it's a paperback book, you can charge more money for it than a Kindle version. So there's actually higher profit you can make on paperback than Kindle. But also I want you to understand that a book is actually also a form of marketing. right? Because you're attracting customers and buyers and readers that are purchasing your book that there's more opportunity in actually building a long-term relationship with them beyond that to have them buy something else from you. So for example, the way I look at it is every business should have multiple streams of income. So for example, you start off with a book, and let's say your book is on, uh, let's say it's just on, uh, well, let's just say morning rituals. I've got a book called 67 Morning Ritual Habits on Amazon, right? And this book teaches someone a variety of ways that they can have a great ritual in their life. Now, with this book, though, I actually leverage it, though, the people that buy it, I also funnel them. I'll write it out over here. I'll do it here. I funnel them to an online course, right? So I have an online course called Morning Ritual Mastery, and that really goes into mindset and really setting your day up to win and have a powerful morning ritual in your life. And so through my book, people that love my book and enjoy it, guess what? They're going to find out about my course, and I can make more money in my course than I do on the sale of the book. Right? So I'm cr increasing the lifetime value of the customer. And what I also do is inside my book and course, I do recommend other resources that I use for my morning ritual that can also benefit other people. And I can promote those and link to those through their affiliate program. Because a, a lot of these products, they have affiliate programs that anybody can join. And you can promote and share it with people that buy your book or people that are on your email list or people that are on your blog or whatever it might be, other channels that you have and you can earn an affiliate commission when people buy that from you. So for example, I can promote, if I didn't even have a course, I could promote someone else's course. 
Maybe someone has a course or maybe someone has a great product on Amazon or whatever it might be and they have an affiliate program for it. I can do affiliate marketing and make money from that. So now all of a sudden I have one book but I'm increasing the amount of money that I'm making. I'm not just now making a couple dollars from my book but now potentially you know, um, from every hundred people that buy my book, you know, yes, I can make a certain amount of money from you know the book sales from that, but I'm also now making maybe hundreds, if not thousands of dollars more on the back end, on the back end of that by providing more for other people and increasing that long-term value in the relationship of that buyer. Does that make sense? So that's how you want to think. That's why you don't want to think as a book as the end-all be-all. It's just a means to an end. A book can also allow you to attract people and build a relationship with them over a period of time and there's more money, there's more income that you can make on the back end. A lot of authors, by the way, a lot of publishers, they don't care about any of the money that they make from the book. In fact, for some of them, the strategy is that their book is just a loss leader. Their book is just something that they're willing to lose money on because they just want to use their book to acquire customers because they have something on the back end that they sell through their book or they sell on the back end when someone reads the book, they're building a relationship with them, they're adding value, they're building trust and goodwill that now they have a warm or a hot lead, a warm or hot buyer that when they pitch the next product to them, they don't, you know, it's a lot easier for them to convert that. It's a lot easier to get someone to buy that because now they've already read your book and they know, like, and trust you. So there's different strategies of that, but that's the opportunity that's available when you think about your book in a bigger way than just making money from your book because in my opinion, there's more money to be made on the back end. Right? There's more potential from that because you can only ch charge so much money for a book on Amazon, but you can charge more money for a course and there's a variety of products that you don't even have to create that you can partner with other companies, join their affiliate program, just send your traffic to them, link to that you know, through your email list or whatever it might be and there's a lot more money that can be made through that. Okay, does that make sense? I want to again just kind of plant these as seeds for you. It might be pretty advanced, I understand that, but again, I'm planting seeds to show you what you learn here, what it leads up to and the potential of your business to really scale and ramp it up, okay? And this will kind of change as you go through the course. You'll think of things differently based on this education that I'm giving you here right now, okay? So maybe you decide, hey, I built my brand around self-development, Project Life Mastery, for example. You have marketing channels, maybe one channel is your book, but also maybe it's building your blog, maybe it's building a YouTube, maybe it's building a podcast if you'd like that, or maybe it's building an Instagram or Facebook page or a Facebook group or Facebook ads. There's a whole different ways of marketing things, and I, I teach a lot of these in my Mastering Book Marketing program that we go deeper into marketing with. And so now you learn all that, now you can monetize your, your, your audience, your list in a variety of ways, a book, a course, affiliate marketing, maybe it's providing a service for people like coaching, maybe it's providing events for people, maybe it's providing a membership site, maybe it's even creating a software or an app. Now the key is when you attract an audience, you really want it build a relationship with them and build an email list. Okay, You want to get people that buy your book on an email list so that you can email them on a regular basis. You can also reach out to them and actually find out what their problems are. You can learn more about your niche and find out what are the problems are that you can help them solve because our jobs as entrepreneurs, an entrepreneur is someone that solves people's problems at a profit. When you identify the problems that your market has and your audience has, then you can offer them something else that helps solve that for them. 
and you can consistently help meet their needs and provide other ways that you can help them get to where they want to go. And so when you, when, you, when you interview or you survey rather your customers of your book, you learn more about them, that opens up many new opportunities and doors of how you can better serve and help them. Okay? Now the last piece. The last piece of this blueprint is called optimization. Optimization. Optimization is the process of always making something better. Always trying to improve every part of your business, every piece of this. Optimizing and improving your mindset. Optimizing and improving the strategy of your business. Optimizing and improving and learning more about your niche. Optimize, you know, even for example, again, surveying and understanding and learning about your niche and demographic a lot better will help you a lot better to serve them. Actually engaging with them and asking them questions. Sometimes it's getting on the phone or getting on a Skype call with the customer and just learning more about them to find out how you can best serve them. Um, optimizing your brand, right? And really understanding the, the, the thoughts and the feelings that you want people to have, the experience you want them to have with your brand. Optimizing your marketing. That means you've got to track things in your business. You've got to look at the data. You've got to look to see the analytics, right? You've got to look to see the analytics of your, your books on Amazon. To actually look and see how many sales that you're getting and where your sales coming from and what can you do to improve that? You know, what can you do to better optimize your content? to better optimize your blog. You know, to, if you publish a blog post on Google, where does that rank in Google and how can you optimize it so that it ranks even higher? If you publish a book on Amazon, tracking to see where does my book rank on Amazon and how can I optimize? How can I optimize the cover of my book? Maybe for example, my book, you know, I'm getting traffic to it but it's not converting so I can improve the cover. Maybe I could test different covers of my book and actually find a, a better, more attractive, more compelling cover that actually gets higher conversion rates and leads to more sales. It gets more attention. Maybe I could optimize the title of my book. Maybe I can optimize the keywords for my book and change that around a little bit. And sometimes you make one small change in your business and it could double your sales. I mean, literally, I've had that experience many times, but that comes with the mentality of trying to optimize and make it better. Improving your book, going back to it. Maybe you get some reviews from your book on Amazon and you get some negative ones, which we all get. You know, it's normal. Everyone gets a negative review on their book, that's an opportunity for you to optimize it, to take that as feedback, to go back, maybe improve your book, maybe make it better based on that. And the great thing with Amazon is they provide that as an opportunity. You can republish your book, you can re-upload your Kindle version of your book or your paperback version and make those as updates over time so that you don't have to have the perfectionist mentality, which is a limiting mentality because nothing's perfect, right? And oftentimes the perfectionist mentality prevents us from taking action and creating a book, you know, as you publish your book, you want to optimize and get, make it better and better. So as you get reviews, as you get sales from your book, you go back, you improve it, you update it. And that's actually the, pro the process of perfecting something over time. You perfect something over time. It's not you try to make it perfect and then you put it out there. You put your book out there and you improve, you get, make it better and better over time. So that's part of the journey and that's what optimization is. It's always going back to every part of your business and trying to figure out how can you improve it, how can you make it better, how can you increase your conversions, how can you get more traffic, and having that awareness to see which part of your business that you really need to dial in the most. So for example, for some people, they publish a book on Amazon, but maybe it's not getting the sales that you want. Well, that means you have to really look at your blueprint and it identify, okay, why am I not getting sales? I have a book, but maybe it's because of my marketing. Maybe I'm not getting enough traffic, 
right? Maybe I've got to optimize my ads on Amazon a little bit better, or maybe I've got to increase the rankings of my book, or maybe, maybe I've got to find other ways I can market my book and get it out there to increase the sales of it. Or maybe you are getting traffic to your book, right? Maybe you are getting a lot of eyeballs and attention, a lot of people are clicking on your book, but they're not buying it, it's not converting. Why, why is that? Okay, well then you've got to have the awareness and you've got to try to figure out how you can increase the conversion rate. So again, that's improving your cover, your title of the book. Maybe it's making your book a little bit longer. Maybe it's trying to get more reviews for your book, right? Maybe there's a variety of things you've got to look at that you can improve and do better to ultimately you know, increase the, the sales of your book. Sometimes people, for example, they have a hard time picking a niche. You know, they, they just can't find a niche. They can't find a topic. They can't find you know, something that is high enough demand. Most often, the problem they have is actually not here. It's right below. It's a mindset. It's a fear. The fear of, you know, of, I don't want to fail. You know, so if I pick this topic for a, a book, well, what if it doesn't succeed? What if I invest the time and the money in this? I don't get any sales. Well, that's a mindset, the fear that you have to overcome before you even go through everything else because if you don't conquer that, then you're not going to take action in choosing a niche. Right? You're not going to take action in creating a book. And so this awareness is so valuable and that's why most often wherever you think you're stuck, you're actually stuck at a phase right below it. Okay? Most, and that's why this is so key because without the mindset and the strategy, nothing else here is going to get executed and that's why you really got to cultivate this the most. So. Hopefully this makes sense for you. Hopefully you understand this, uh, this blueprint and it helps you just kind of look at your business in a different way. You know, as you go through this program or any other course or program hereafter, you know, I really want you to look at each piece of this as you go through it and really where everything fits into your overall blueprint and the strategy. And while I have your attention right now, based on what I just shared with you, I want you to ask yourself which, which part of this do you think that you need to really work on the most? You know, which part of this, maybe with the mindset, you know, is there a mindset that you might be aware of that has prevented you in the past from taking action, that's prevented you from having success? What would that, what would that limiting mindset be? Or what's a mindset that you've got to improve or you've got to take on or you've got to cultivate in order for you to make this program work, in order for you to really have the success that you want? You know, if you can have some awareness of that right now as you know, as we wrap this up and really think about that and think about what you can do and be conscious of improving that, I think then, then you know, just that alone can really transform your life in a lot of different ways and help you create the success that you want with this program or any other program you're after. So think about what is a mindset? I know I haven't really gone through these other pieces yet, so a lot of this might be new for you, but with the mindset piece, I think we can all relate to that, you know, and look at our past and look at what's prevented us from succeeding. Maybe it's the dabbler mentality, jumping from one thing to the next, the shiny object syndrome, right? Or maybe it's a lack of focus, or maybe it's just you haven't worked hard enough. You know, maybe it's laziness and procrastination, and that's something, you know what, you gotta solve. And there's plenty of books, there's plenty of strategies, people that you can find that can help you overcome that. I've got plenty of content on my YouTube channel, my blog, my podcast that can help you with that. I've got other programs that are available that can help you cultivate the mindset and work on those areas as well. But whatever it is, take action on that. Don't just go through this program and, and apply, you know, and, and learn all this information, but make sure you're actually applying it and you're working on your mindset simultaneously because your mindset and you are the ultimate resource that will determine your success. Nothing works unless you work. And so make sure that you work. And when you work, everything else will work for you. 
Thank you so much for being here and for watching this, and I look forward to seeing you again in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.